Welcome back to the update program on your brand of country, Double K Country, 97.5 FM. I'm Ben Aberg, and I have a couple people joining me uh, as we get ready to talk about uh, deer hunting season and all the things around that. So why don't you introduce yourselves to the folks listening at home? All right. I'm Sean Pennington. I'm a conservation agent that lives here in Vernon County. I am Josh Cusimani. I'm the private lands conservationist here in Vernon and Bates County, and uh been uh, been around this part of the world for almost I think both of us now about 23 24 years that's about right yep. yeah of course as we know this time of year uh, plenty of people uh, are going to be out and about for deer hunting so let's kind of uh, start by talking about uh, what's what's coming up with what's the schedule of what's the schedule of things right now okay well right now uh, the fall bow season for deer and turkeys underway also we have our fall firearms turkey season going on right now through the end of october uh, our bow season runs to the second saturday in november which our firearms deer season will start then and then uh we've got a couple things we just want to remind everybody at about when it comes to uh the firearms deer season coming up uh there's hasn't been a whole lot of changes this year of course the safety regulations are still the same with the hunter orange requirements during our firearms portions of the deer season hunters are required to wear a blaze orange hat and a blaze orange outer garment either a vest or jacket that's visible 360 degrees around Uh, no camouflage type orange patterns it's got to be solid blaze orange Uh, and then just want to remind everybody too about the tagging requirements that's one of the things we usually run into that can cause some problems you know if it doesn't get done properly uh, when somebody harvests a deer they need to to uh, notch their permit uh, immediately upon recovery of that animal um, once they recover the animal they need to either use the the free mo hunting app to notch their permit or notch their physical paper permit before they remove that animal from the kill site once they do that they need to make sure that they follow up on that before 10 o'clock that evening and telecheck that deer either through the mo hunting app or through the 1-800 toll-free number that they can call or on the computer Uh, some of the some of the changes this year on uh, some of the permits uh, in vernon county there has been an increase in the number of antlerless firearms permits that you can get this year which are good through all the firearms portions of the deer season this fall and winter Uh, In Vernon County this year, you can fill up to four antlerless permits in Vernon County. So that's that's a change from what we've had in the past. So it gives people an opportunity to harvest more does out there this year. All right. So again, we'll we'll cover a lot here in our conversation. But if people you know want to you know either find out more or you know just kind of just kind of search on their own, uh, what's what's the best way to you know either either get in contact or just go on the search again. Uh, our phone numbers are, are listed through all, all types of social media and on our websites as far as the, the conservation agents around the state go. Uh, they can always get a hold of the Eldorado Springs office, which is probably our closest local office around this area, if they need to speak to somebody you know, specific. Uh, they can reach me uh, through the Sheriff's Department also um, here in Vernon County through dispatch. They can get a hold of me that way. And then... Uh, there's all kinds of information out there on our website and social media platforms also. So the Department of Conservation websites? Correct. MDC.mo.gov? And we, we do have two conservation agents in the county. So uh, Justin Fogel is back um, serving in an agent's 
capacity again. So glad to have him back and helping out. All right. So uh, again, as we continue here on the update program, I know that uh, la- I think it was last year that uh, Vernon County was placed in the CWD management zone, and we'll talk CWD and some other uh, things as well. I know uh, other things with acronyms, of course, affecting the deer. But uh, first, uh, starting off with that uh, CWD, what's kind of been uh, the effect on on deer and the cervids in our area so far? Well, we've been been lucky. You know, last year was the first time we had a CWD check station in Vernon County since uh, the early 2000s. And early, like 2001 and 2002, we randomly selected um, certain physical check stations where you had to bring your deer in. And we, we did, you know, one in each county or two in each county. And we checked for CWD. And we found no detections in the state at that time. So last year, due to a positive that was reported in Bourbon County, Kansas, um, Vernon and Barton County were both placed into a CWD sampling uh, protocol, and so um, had a had a station opening weekend last year at the Vernon County Fairgrounds, and uh, had uh, some like almost 700 and some deer come through, and it was uh, no positives were found, which is great news for us. Um, Bur- uh, Barton County did have um, some positives found, and they do have one real hot spot down in in Barton County. But uh, cross our fingers, uh, maybe we can make it through this year and, and not have any more CWD positives come out of our our county. Um, but CWD, we've been using that acronym, mm-hmm. chronic wasting disease, yep. and it is a disease very similar, or uh, it's not identical, but very similar to chronic. Um, um, scapies and sheep, mad cow disease, and it's an incurable disease. Once it infects the deer, um, there's a hundred percent chance that deer is going to die. Um, and so we're concerned about it because we're tasked with managing the fish forest and wildlife resources in the state. And as we see it spread throughout the Midwest, we want to get an idea of how the occurrence is here in Missouri. And we're pretty lucky compared to some other states right now. We're at a very low detection rate. Uh, it is spreading throughout the state, but it's a very low detection rate. Some states are seeing as high as 30 or 40% detection in their populations right now. So we're not near there, and that's that's great news for us. So we'd like to stay on top of it and understand how widespread it is. Yes. Thus, thus the reason for the check station again. Yep. Um, opening weekend of firearms deer season this year, we will again be set up at the Vernon County Fairgrounds. Um, we would ask people to enter in the south uh entrance down there come around we'll we'll ask you some questions with our greeters they'll pull around behind the beef barn we'll have four lanes of sampling going on um last year we had one minor period where we had some people backed up and it was maybe a five to ten minute wait other than that most people if you had one deer you were in and out of there in just a few minutes um so it is mandatory that you if you harvest a deer that weekend you must bring that deer into that check station um and we will uh, if, if the deer gonna taxidermy we'll we'll give you some directions for that we will take your license and information down and, and we put it in a database and that way we know you've been there and we can check you off the list but uh, we had a great time last year um, got a lot of very positive feedback we weren't sure how it was going to be received and uh, we had a lot of people telling us thank you for monitoring this and staying on top of it and there is only going to be one again one check station in Vernon County we're, we're very limited on manpower with all the counties we're almost up to 50 percent of the counties in the state that have a detection right now and so it, it's going to limit our manpower and how many areas we can set up check stations in each county so we just kind of got centrally located here in Vernon County at the at the fairgrounds 
All right. Again, that uh, that opening weekend, uh, November eleventh, twelfth, uh, will will be mandatory. And what other things do uh, hunters need to be aware of? Whether uh, transporting transporting what they got uh, there, are there any, are there any other uh, restrictions on that? And uh, yes, because we are in a CWD management zone here in Vernon County, uh, the deer that are harvested here um, need to stay in the county as far as like the carcass disposal. Mm-hmm unless you are taking it to a licensed deer processing facility or a licensed taxidermist in the state of Missouri. And if you do so, it has to be done immediately, you know, within, within, is it 24 hours? within 24 hours of uh, taking that deer back to whatever location outside of Vernon County. So if you do leave Vernon County with your uh, deer, it needs to either go to a licensed deer processing facility or a licensed taxidermist within 24 hours and then they dispose of the carcass and remains appropriately and we still do have the uh regulations in in place to transport deer across state lines so if you do harvest deer in another state there are restrictions upon bringing that deer back in the state of missouri all right and also i'd like to remind folks too that uh the the First weekend of the firearms deer season is mandatory sampling, so all deer harvested those two days must be sampled. Uh, there is voluntary sampling throughout archery season and the remainder of all the firearms portions of the deer season. Uh, right now, you could you can take that deer to the Eldorado Springs office during normal business hours, Monday through Friday, and we're in the process of getting a uh, drop freezer where you can drop off your samples for voluntary sampling here in Vernon County. Uh, that is going to be at the Vernon County Sheriff's Department. Uh, not sure which side it's going to be on yet, uh, but that is where the location is going to be. It'll be very visible when you pull up to the Sheriff's Department. There'll be a big sign there with a, a box and a freezer inside the box for voluntary sampling. And when you do come to the check station, if you've already checked your deer in, you've notched your permit, you've telechecked that deer, um, and maybe you have a lot of deer coming in, um, you can just cut the head off very low on the carcass and you don't, don't get the top of the head. Cause we need to right underneath the chin. Um, basically we're getting those glands right out uh, next to the esophagus. We get underneath there and we pull those out. So don't, you know, any damage up there, whatever could hinder that sample. So don't cut those heads off real close to or the neck off very close to the head, move on down the neck a little further, but they're welcome to bring in just the heads as long as the deer are fully checked. And then we can go through and, and sample those. Um, and, if you know, just things that make it easier on us and, and speed up the process is if people have a lot of deer, if they could have the deer head facing the back of their truck or their trailer, so we can sample those right there. We don't need to unload the deer. So if they can have them organized a little bit. We had some guys bring in six, seven, eight, ten deer at a time last year. And it's all hands on deck to get those samples mm-hmm. out of there and process those people and get them back on the road as quick as we can. So a little organization up front with the, the hunters coming in, make it a little easier on us and get them out the door quicker. Yeah, and for uh, you guys over there, again, all hands on deck. So what uh, what hours can people stop by? Is it pretty much from uh, from when they can start to when they can wrap up? Yep, I'll, I'll be there. Our staff will be there. There'll be 14 of us working the Vernon County Station this year, plus some people coming and going um, between stations in other counties. But we will be there from uh, sunrise on Saturday morning till sunset on Sunday night. And so um, roughly last year, we really saw a slowdown in, in people coming in about 8 o'clock. We're not, if we have people in line or people call and say, hey, we're coming, we're not going to turn people away. 
Um, but once we shut the station down on Sunday night, it will be no longer required to do any samples. So um, the official hours are 8 to 8, but we're going to be there at sunrise every morning and be ready to go. And we'll stay as late as we have to to get people in and out the door. Um, we did have, I was cleaning up last year, had somebody come in on Monday and wanted to check their deer in. And I said, hey, we don't, we, I didn't even have the ability to do it. So no need to come in any other time. Just opening weekend of firearms deer season is the only time we'll, we'll be checking deer there. All right. Yep. So looking looking at that again uh let's see what else do we uh have that we're kind of uh kind of looking for right now in terms of in terms of the deer well we, we've got with the drought uh, two years in a row now we've been getting a lot of reports of another disease that's often confused with uh, cwd and that is what most people real call it as blue tongue or it's ehd um, episodic hemorrhage disorder and that is caused uh, during a drought as the ponds um, the water recedes in those ponds there's a midge that gets in the dirt or in the mud there and as the deer come up there to eat or drink then they um, get bitten by the midge and it infects the deer um, that disease is totally different than cwd it's not always fatal um, but as we go to the woods right now we often smell something or see something and if you're near a body of water like you might see a deer floating in a pond you may see a deer laying in a creek bed um, just kind of lethargic and usually by the time they get to that point within just uh, you know 12 to 24 hours that deer will probably still be there and have passed away so that is a, a disease that's been around forever um, it has came from the south and slowly worked its way north and the, the good news is for hunters over time that southern deer have built up an immunity to it and so we think as that disease spreads there'll just be this curtain following it where the deer will slowly build up some immunity to it we're always going to see fatalities from it uh, or mortality but it it will be um, hopefully over time uh, negated a little bit and uh, if you do find those deer you uh, if you find a nice buck um, you need to get a hold of sean and he can tell you about the tagging requirements for that and what to do with it yeah just just a reminder if you do find uh, a deer skull with the antlers still attached to it you are required to report that to an agent within 24 hours if you plan on keeping it um, shed antlers are different shed antlers you can pick up and keep without any contact with an agent or any special paperwork involved but if you find a deer skull with the antlers still attached to it and you want to keep that, uh, you just need to get a hold of a conservation agent uh, within 24 hours and they'll issue a, a disposition receipt so that you can possess those antlers legally. And something else we had this year we were talking about outside before we came in is we had our first ever October doe season in Missouri okay. this year. And that was a three-day season. And... Uh, it's kind of been going on in other states. It's nice to get the does out of the breeding population before the rut starts or the breeding period so that you can shorten the breeding window and keep those fawns being born about the right time of year every year. Um, and so it's a neat season. It allows you to get out and harvest some, some antlerless deer um, before the regular season opens up. Because let's face it, a lot of us, we're out after that big buck. And we're sitting there and we don't want to disturb, you know, when to shoot, we don't want to go in and get a, a deer with a UTV or an ATV or have a bunch of friends come help us. So we often hold back on shooting a doe until we get a few days under our belt hunting. And if we don't get that big buck, well, sometimes we quit hunting and we don't go back and get a doe. So this new season was great. Um, wasn't sure how it was going to be re received in Missouri. And we had 16,750 deer roughly harvested 
um, the the kids and, and hunters really kind of raved about the season because they could get out, get their does harvested before season, uh, regular firearm season got here and allowed them to spend some time together with their family and, and kind of a low pressure season. And for a lot of the youth hunters, it was almost like a second youth season because in the past, youth hunters have not been allowed to harvest two, two deer during that youth weekend. So now they can go out and, and kind of get a little uh, refresher course and get their rifle and or whatever method they choose to hunt, and they can go shoot a doe and or two and go ahead and, and uh, kind of get ready for the regular youth season that's coming up here and – you want to talk about that, Sean, a little bit? Yeah, so just a reminder here coming up at the end of October, uh, the last weekend in October is the youth-only portion of the firearms deer season. Uh, so that nothing's changed on the regulations there. You can still harvest the, the one deer. Uh, the youth can harvest one deer antlered or antlerless on that early youth season weekend. Uh, and just a reminder out there on that, uh, if your bow season does not shut down during the early use season, it just shuts down during the regular portion of the November firearm season. So if you're out there bow hunting that weekend of the use season, you are required, as in any firearm season, to wear hunter orange while you're bow hunting. So just a reminder of that for safety reasons. And the one thing we didn't touch on about the CWD County and Vernon County being a CWD County now is we still do not have, we do not have a four point restriction anymore. So um, hunters can harvest whichever buck they like. If they want to voluntarily restrain and and wait for that big one, that's great. But uh, we don't have to worry about counting points on one side of the deer anymore. So we're um, that's part of our protocol. Um, Large bucks, older bucks tend to have a much higher incident rate of, of having CWD. So uh, if hunters want to, you know, voluntarily restrain and still shoot a big buck, that's great. But um, we didn't want to make it to where we're encouraging deer to get older and a greater occurrence of CWD. So and it opens up some opportunities for people that didn't necessarily want to want to just wait on a huge buck. So um, that's, yeah. our, that's our major change to that happened last year. Yeah, and one of the, the other things since we've become uh, entered into the CWD management zone, uh, one of the, the regulations that's changed for us is the placing of mineral or salt. Uh, it's always been illegal in the state of Missouri to place any food substance for bait, such as grain or, or even some of these uh, things that you would buy at the store that have food products in them, you know, sugars, molasses, any type of binders that are a food source. Uh, in the past, it has been legal to place any type of mineral or salt as long as it doesn't have any food substance in it. But because we're in a management zone now, the uh, placing of those minerals or salt um, or any type of bait throughout the entire year is illegal in the CWD management zone. So that is something we're kind of running into. Uh, people are still wanting to, you know, prior to the season, use grain or corn or minerals to uh, uh, put out for an attractant to possibly, you know, put a trail camera over to get pictures and stuff of deer on their property. But just a reminder that since we are in that CWD management zone, you cannot, and I repeat, you cannot place any type of mineral or any bait or food substance out there to attract the the wildlife year-round now. So it's illegal to do it any time of the year so we, we are starting to run into a little bit of that so just a reminder if if you are still adding minerals to an old salt lick or you have a feeder out there that you run off season um, you aren't allowed to do that anymore because of the cwd regulations all right uh, anything else you'd like to 
like to cover here in the you know up, upcoming weeks. It's going to be a busy a busy uh, next uh, three or four weeks for all of us, and uh, you know we'll I'll be the lead at the CWD check station in Vernon County, so uh, I'll be walking around and, and dealing with hunters, helping out during busy times and, and kind of processing our samples. But um, just to ask everybody to be tolerant with us. Uh, it went great last year. Mm-hmm. A lot of the staff that are going to be there are not local staff. We bring people in from all over the state. You know, we'll have somebody from Jeff City and several people from our Kansas City regional office coming in to help. Um, and fill in all these gaps so uh, we we are unfortunate that we have a lot of check stations in the Kansas City region for CWD now sampling stations and so our staff gets spread pretty thin but just ask everybody to be tolerant be polite Um, we know it's not the most ideal thing in the world to everybody in the county to drive to one location but we just do not have the manpower to to have six or seven you know sampling stations going on in Vernon County or Barton County too so keep our fingers crossed you know no detections last year we'd like to see a lot of samples this year it's mandatory but we hope there's a great hunting season and and harvest is great the weather was very cooperative last year for a a nice deer harvest on opening weekend and we'd love to see you know another year of of no no positive samples um there's some some good stuff could come from that for us so yeah and sean's mentioning the other check stations we do have other stations in in nearby counties so um elderly springs has a check station Mm -hmm. and the other the barton county check station will be in lamar and it's i didn't check the location on that one yet but the the old woods grocery store um in in eldorado springs will be the location of that check station so if you are on the county line you can take your deer to another cwd check station in the other county um so if you're on the very eastern side and it's easier for you to get to eldorado springs um you can go there and check that deer um and it's not you know since we're, we're not going to a county that doesn't have cwd you're going into one that already mm-hmm. does so uh, you're you're able to do that but we'd like to see that deer left intact and then have the carcass taken back wherever you harvested it or dispose of it at a processor or taxidermist yeah and that is that is a good point to remind everybody that we really want to see those carcasses remain on the landscape where they were harvested if at all possible so that we don't spread that through the disposal of the carcasses that's why the requirements there if you take it out of a CWD Management County, it has to go to one of those two licensed facilities, either a taxidermist or a deer processing facility, so that those carcasses get disposed of properly. Uh, If you process your own deer, we just ask that you dispose of those carcasses back on the property that you hunted on or dispose of them in a a licensed landfill. All right. A lot of information shared. Uh, Again, thanks so much for taking the time with us. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. I hope everybody has a fun and safe deer season this year.